Okay, so everybody probably got the um, recording notification on their screen. Um, so welcome. <laughs> welcome to the second office hours of Q4. So we're wrapping up the last quarter of 2021. And many of you, all of you actually, right? Yeah, you're all uh, sexy fit licensees, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you have a very clear goal ahead. And for those of you watching who are not yet very clear on your goals for Q4, um, take a moment to really think of your goals for 2021, how that's going, how you would like it to end, um, and what is realistic, right? So usually when we get to the last stretch, it's really important to get super uh, focused and realistic and honest with ourselves and really look at what, out of everything that we've achieved, recognize ourselves, you know, and give ourselves a, a pat in the back and take a look at what helped us get there. That's really important because those are our strengths. And we can leverage those strengths for this last stretch of 2021. Um, so what's already working, don't drop that. <laughs> Here's Daphne. Oh, so glad she's here. Um, and the things that you couldn't quite nail, the things that maybe you procrastinated on or it wasn't the right time or life got in the way, really think out of this goal, what can, hi Daphne, out of this goal, what can I really, what's the most important part of it, first of all, right? Because if it's a big goal that we had in mind for the full year, then maybe the last quarter is not realistic. However, there's always a part of it that we can integrate so that we don't just drop it. We don't just fall off the wagon completely with that. And we grab a part of it, the most essential part, so that we can integrate it. And it's really, really easy at this stage to say, ah, I'll do that in 2022. You know, this, that's just going to be a next year goal. And that's fine if you have more important things. But if it's a matter of, you know, I just, you know, I, I lost my chance. I have room for it, but I lost my chance. I'm just going to wait for next year. No, grab a part of it, you know, break it down, fragment it. At least plan it for 2022 and then choose the starting point and start now. Don't wait until next year. Now, if you replace that with a more important goal, don't do that. It has to make sense, of course, right? Not just because we're very, we have very high standards and that's it. <laughs> All right. So that being said, a couple of reminders. Ah, Helene is here. So glad to see you all hop on. All right. I'm going to wait until she connects. But you all know the reminders. We're always the same reminders. <laughs> but doesn't mean they're less important. Helene. Hello. Hi. We can't see you yet. Maybe that's intentional, though. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with the reminders. Hi. I can see you now. All right. Um, so, as always, write down your ahas. Write down how you will turn those ahas into action steps. How that insight can turn into something that is easy to integrate in your life and how you're going to integrate that, okay? So something that really resonated with me um, through the call, something that I recognize in my being as truth and as useful, okay? 
besides it giving us the divine tingles in our body, (laughs) how can it become an action? How can I turn this into something doable, basically, and easy if we can? And so write those down at the end of the call. I'm going to remind you again, you're going to post those in the group, in the post that I tag you in. And, um, and the WAP. Now, most of you are on this call are licensees. So there are some, you know, the benefits of having a clear goal is that there are clear action steps. (laughs) So that's an excellent example of why we need to get super clear on our goals. So again, for, you know, Daphne or those of you watching um, that maybe don't have like a goal that's already drawn out very clearly, please do. And there's always a way to get really clear on that. There's always a way, even though if it feels kind of out there and far-fetched and too big, there's always a way that you can bring it down to earth and say, okay, this is what it looks like. This is what I'm going to do this week. So how are you all doing with your WAP? Just want to do a little check-in before we begin. Annette says yes. (laughs) Claudia says yes. Does that mean you're doing great? It's flowing? We always, I always do it. Yes. Awesome. Good for you. I also um, have a group in, in Europe where we meet on Sunday evenings, where we go through the week before and we set up ourselves for the coming week and based on the WAP. That's amazing. WAP. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It, it might not be in all details. I mean, everybody kind of has his or her own kind of twist to certain areas, mm-hmm. but we, we share that and, and mm-hmm. we enrich them for the, for the whole. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think I said it already once, I we add to it um, some, uh, how's it called, performance uh, measurements. Yeah. We have a kind of spreadsheet where we kind of count and then we have points at the end and that's also what we're sharing and what we learned, what we do better and, and things like that. So that is a, a package we have and it, uh, we, the experience is uh, from people who kind of fall off the wagon mm-hmm. for a certain point in time, they say, we are so grateful to come back because mm-hmm. we realize how important it is that we do it. And, that's and awesome. that for me is yeah, gold. Yeah. And so powerful and, and yeah. yeah. And so um, valuable doing that with a group because, you know, when you have a group, you'll, you'll get reminders, you'll get reminders of, Hey, what, what you're doing, what you're not doing, what's going on, you know, what can you do to, to help that community is support. So, you know, accountability buddies, all the things that always helps. So good job. How's everybody else doing on, uh, with their WAPs? Are you able to complete it? And then after you complete it, are you able to follow through? Um, I'll share, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. I was having trouble with my earphone earbuds yesterday. Um, I did some other business coaching earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, that business coach gave me this kind of compendium thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been a real um, interesting year because the WAP, I've been doing this instead of the WAP because I thought, oh, you know, she's given me this thing, I, I will do it. Um, and it has actually these elements that have been really good in it. So I do... I do use the scheduling, um, but it's been really interesting because I've sort of been so torn because you're always talking about the web and I listen to the the calls. Um, Yeah, I've had a real um, tug of war with it for most of this year, and I think I'll be going back to the web. I think I'll be putting this aside and going back to the web. Um, There's a lot of elements to this, and it it's quite um, confusing after, you know, I think, oh, there's too many bits to it. Mm. So anyway, I, I've sort of been um, doing a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So I think that it's, 
it's really important for you to listen to, you know, and get to know yourself because um, the things that worked with that other planner, integrate that. Don't drop mm -hmm. that. Don't drop the things that worked. You know, just because we're following a lap here doesn't mean that that's the only thing that you have to do yeah. or that's the, the only right way to do it. Um, the WAP is designed for um, not just for planning, but specific to network marketing. Yeah. So that's the benefit of it. And, you know, it just it's a system that Carmen created and that really worked for her to kind of focus on those specific tasks to grow in your business in network marketing. Um, but that doesn't mean that there aren't elements and other planners that won't work. So just really um, watch, you know, just with curiosity, it's like what worked, what flowed for me with this planner, what flowed for me with a WAP. And yeah, absolutely. Just make a hybrid just make sure that um, it's helping you with the most important goals, not just the to-dos, because you can just create a to-do list on a little pad on a post-it note, and you don't need any planner, you know? So planners that are more robust and more intentional are meant, are designed to support you in the important goals, especially the goals that, are reaching a long-term vision and that requires breaking up into a lot of action steps until you get there so that you don't get lost, right? Um, which of course the to-do lists don't, don't nail that. They just nail the things that you got to do today and get it out of the way. You don't really have to think about it. So that's what planners are really for so that you can strategically plan your steps into a bigger long-term goal. Um, so, you know, just make sure, observe what's flowing for you in both cases and, you know, just make sure that they're supporting those important goals, especially the ones that are difficult and challenging for you that you procrastinate most on. That's what requires more support. Yeah. There's no right way or cookie cutter way to do it. <laughs> there are just a lot of great ideas to see what works for you. All right. And Daphne, how are you doing with your web and how are you doing with business and everything? Yeah. Hi, Natasha. Hi, everyone. Hi. Um, yes, I'm good. So I had, I got a few PCs and an associate. Good and I've been you. following up and following up with a lot of people and then new people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost track. So Annette did bring me back. <laughs> um, I have a lot. So I'm kind of like with Vicky. So I have another planner mm -hmm. and I got it from, it's like this store called Kiki.k and it tells you like little inspiration things. And I did forget, I did actually forgot to, I ran out of the sheets of the WAP mm -hmm. and um, I started drawing it up. So then I started procrastinating and then, mm -hmm. just, and then I started putting it into my um, other planner that I have, but there's one thing that the WAP has and I did forget is that um, when I will listen to your la the last call is the whole 10 minutes to really get down to the priorities. Of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I was kind of um, uh, focusing on with, with Vicky, you know, just make sure whatever you use, make sure that you are tackling your priorities. Just make sure you do that. Otherwise, it's just not going to be helpful. Um, so yeah, print those pages. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy to start procrastinating when we run out of sheets or something like that. And, and it's like, oh, I'll do it later. No, no, no. Have it right there in front of you, handy at your desk, your night table, whatever it is. And, um, and in sight so that you don't forget and you don't push it off. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy because sometimes it takes 20 minutes, you know, when you really get the hang of it, it takes 30 minutes or so. Um, and that will change your whole week. You know, it's, it's funny, you just get, just getting clear and you it kind of do a brain dump 
and it's on paper. So you're kind of saving energy of like thinking about it and thinking about what you have to do when it's all down in your planner. So you're really optimizing your energy, your time. Um, all right. Okay, so great check-in. I really want to open the floor. Allison, yeah. Hi. Um, uh, thanks, I've just got home. I've been riding this morning, which is very exciting. Um, I started, I, I, I printed out this quarter. Um, so I have been doing the, the WAP. Um, one that I, it's daft that I've still got this question when I've been doing this since 2019, February 2019 or something, I think. Um, but when you're doing the morning action plan, um, so it says, um, this priority matters to me because uh, one small action I can take to move forward on my priority today is, today I will stretch out of my comfort zone or face a fear by. When it says I will do this by, is that I will do this by such and such a time or how I will do this? I've just, every time I fill that in, I think, well, what on earth does that mean? Mm, yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's mostly oriented to time. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So it's kind of eating the before noon, hopefully. Yes, yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, if we're talking about a priority, definitely do it before noon. You know, that concept of putting it, prioritizing it. That's basically what it is. Putting it ahead of the other things is prioritizing it. Because it's, it's really easy to really want to start crossing things off. And, you know, and there's some time sensitive things too. So I totally get that. Um, I have a hard time prioritizing when... When there's so many things, it's easy to prioritize when there are three things going on. And it's like, okay, I'll start with this. But then when they're 50, <laughs> a lot of tiny ones and then some medium ones and then like the compelling ones, it's really difficult to start with a compelling one when you see that there are 49 waiting in line, right? But that is when em uh, emotional intelligence really pays off because it's the anxiety that wants to go and grab 49 things that aren't that important. Um, of course they need to be done probably many of them, but they won't make the impact that the priority, the big fish would do, which is what really vitalizes us. It's what really reduces the stress you know we feel that tackling the 49 little things is going to reduce the stress and that's why we do it but that's me. yeah but really handling the big fish is what builds momentum is what changes our energy is what vitalizes us and then the other 49 things is like oh cool and now i'll take care of these 49 little ones <laughs> But if we start with the 49 little ones, we're not super excited. We've reached 11, 12, and we're like, oh, I still didn't do that big thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference between our emotional state. Mm -hmm. If we start yeah. with the important thing, there's a big difference. We feel so good about it when we do it. And often a big thing has got lots of steps. So mm -hmm. Steps is the way towards the big thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fragmenting, you know, sometimes that's why it's overwhelming because there's a lot of steps and we're not very clear on which is the first one, yeah. but we can only do it one step at a time. There's no way to do it five steps at a time. That's not Ali. You entered the room. <laughs> My desktop now, now that I'm back. Okay. Should I accept that one or not? Yes. Yes. I'll yeah. see you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So we're going to have Dr. Ali now, <laughs> the alter ego. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, so that was a really good, that was a really good question. And the theme of this um, call, and your, your questions don't have to be oriented towards the theme, please. I really want to prioritize your questions, your real questions um, whatever you need to bring here to, um, move forward, whatever it is that's holding you back. Okay. Um, however, productivity, the big, big trick to productivity is prioritizing. You know, we, we stay productive 
when, of course, there are some time management things, but what has the biggest impact in our productivity mindset is tackling the really important things first. Sometimes you have to develop the skill to weave in the time sensitive things that maybe are not the priority, but they need to go out. For example, um, with Soulcraft and Carmen's business, sometimes we have um, things that need to go out that are time sensitive. For example, office hours, reminder emails, right? That's a regular weekly thing that we do. And then there's like a sexy fit launch. That's really important. You know, that brings, you know, a lot of um, business and so, and, and it's a, it's a new rebranded program, right? So just imagine that you're launching something super important and that's the priority. Things that have to do with that are the priority. And maybe it's kind of um, difficult and it's easy to procrastinate if it's your first launch because it's something new, it's out of your comfort zone, right? It's something that you haven't done before. So it's not you know, oh, just do it with my eyes closed while I'm driving. You got, you got to sit down and work through your resistance and send that email and all those things. So that's the thing that you, you know, should do before noon. However, you still have that email to send out for your current clients, which are really important to take care of. <clears throat> so you weave that in. The things that need to go out that can't just wait until after the launch because you're not gonna forget about your current people, right? You weave that in strategically. So that's something that you can integrate into your web, into your planners. So eat my frog before noon. And let's say that you block out two hours before noon to really work on that important thing or one hour, whatever it is. Set yourself a little alarm and put like a little dot in the middle office hours reminder email or whatever email you need to send out, whatever time sensitive thing that needs to do. So, you know, you kind of stop, take care of that and then come back to your frog. Okay. That requires um, some, a little bit of discipline, just focus, just make sure that when you are taking care of that time sensitive thing that you will need to step away from your frog for a little bit. Make sure that you don't get stuck in your phone and that you don't go and cook a special snack that you've never prepared before, start baking, right? It's like, oh, it would be a great idea to create a muffin right now, you know, something like that. Just make sure that you really get back to your frog. <laughs> And, um, and sometimes for that, um, I shared a couple of tips that are personal to me. Um, I know a lot of people can relate because phones are created and, and, you know, the internet and social media are created to really have us stay there. So it's not, you know, um, anything specific to any of us. They're created to become addictive. So it would be no surprise if it's like, okay, I'm going to post something on social media because that's part of my frog. I need to communicate to my audience. And then you start kind of checking out what this influencer did in Bali or something, right? <laughs> so that, is, that, that can happen. It's designed that way. Don't beat yourself up. Just make sure that you get hyper-focused, like going to the mall. It's like, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> I'm not going to buy all those other things I don't need. I'm going to buy this. It requires focus and discipline the same way. Just, you know, you're going into some type of battlefield. <laughs> Just can go for the goal and get out of there. Get back to your goal. Get back to your frog. So um, that's, that's something important to keep in mind when you're working on your frog and you have time-sensitive things in parallel that you need to take care of. Be mindful. Get back to the frog. How does that resonate? Does anybody relate to this? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is is my um, nemesis right now. Mm. yeah um but actually um you talked about a strategy there and i wasn't sure i caught it where you said you're blocking time for the frog mm-hmm. but then you put you're putting a dot for those other minor priorities so what how does that actually look because that's really important to me how you how you work that process yeah so when i when i use my my planner when i like write it out manually i just put a little dot and that's to me that's my own reference it's not something that i downloaded anywhere it's it's the way and i use a red dot a red dot means i have to take care of this before this time because it just needs to happen but it's not one of those things that I need to drop everything that I'm doing to put my full focus, you know, for an hour. So when we send an office hours reminder email, it probably takes me five minutes, right? So it's not going to take up like a full hour, but it still needs to be done. Yeah. You know, so is it just a red dot? You're not putting any words. You just know what the red dot means. Oh no. I put in what like, probably abbreviated like oh email yeah okay got it thanks Mm -hmm. and that on this part of the planner or are you using a different planner like a to-do list as well because that's what stumps me because obviously i've got far more than one thing on my to-do list Mm -hmm. yeah so do it on that part of the planner um where you put your frog before noon and all of that Usually this is my method when I have, I create my to-do list for that day, right? And sometimes those to-do lists, you can't plan them the week ahead, like on the Sunday. So what I do with my planner on Sundays is exactly what Carmen teaches you to do, you know, set your priorities straight, make sure that's aligned with your goals, with your purpose, all those things. Make sure that you're doing that one thing that goes towards that and then plan your, your whole week. When I wake up in the morning, <clears throat> I connect with that, with that thing that I planned. I create a little side to-do list and I integrate those to-do steps into my planner that day. Usually they're dots because my important priority things I already planned on Sunday. But some things come up, Right. Just like, okay, call this person, pay this bill, <laughs> call the, the plumber because, you know, we got a, we got a thing going on, whatever, <laughs> life. Buy mom the Mother's Day gift. Mother's Day is in Sunday over here in Argentina. And because I'm always tuned into the U.S., I forget that. So those are the little to-do things, right? Um, and it doesn't require me to drop everything you know, for an hour, I just really need to weave it in. Those for me are red dots. My, since I've been using it for such a long time, my brain associates that with a little thing that I need to do. And then I get back to what I'm doing. But the important thing, I block time for it. And when I block time for it, I turn my phone off. Blocking time means Nothing else is in my space. And I usually work with 50 tabs open. <laughs> but Me when too. I take, yeah, that's, that's really bad. But <laughs> when I do this really important thing, I'm being really mindful of closing all those and just opening ones that I probably need to open if I need to do a little research, if I need to check out something that's going on related to that so just to help myself because you start building a relationship with yourself you know that is that is what I was mentioning to Vicky when we start trying different things and different methods that's great you know and um there are methods that are created by people who have really done their research and and worked on these things like Carmen with the web, there's an intention behind it. And you get to find out which are the most valuable things for your personality type, right? Mm 
which things work the most and which things you need a little more support on. I know for me that if I'm opening tabs, <laughs> I'm going down some rabbit hole sooner or later. You know, if I go on social media, I'm going down some rabbit hole and then I'm going to be like in five minutes in a profile of like a, a high school friend or whatever, you know, it's just really easy for me to go down that hole. And because I know that I'm not shaming that I'm just going to create workarounds. Like we usually do with tech, Ali, you know, you how you had to create all this workaround, do that for you, do that for you. Like this isn't working for me. I know I'm going to go down that route and I'm going to divert my attention from my frog. I need to, I need, I need to work around, turn off my phone, close all the tabs, you know, create my space where nobody can come in and, and be like, Hey, you want to create a muffin? No. I created a muffin recently when I wasn't supposed to. That's why my example. <laughs> I was supposed um, to Natasha, just the last thing on this. How much time are you, when you um, blocking time, is it mm-hmm. two hours? Is it one hour? Well, it depends. It depends. Um, it depends on the day. It depends on what I need, what that frog is really. Um, so let's say that I'm launching something. Um, and well, for, for you licensees and you need to create your email automation, let's say that you're doing it yourself, right? You've never done it before. I know that when I do something for the first time that requires me to learn the steps and to work through my frustration, because that's what learning is. You're going to you're going to do something wrong at some point, or you're going to not know how to do something, or you're going to have to figure it out. So this is what getting to know yourself is about. Like, I know that when I'm learning something new with tech, and I'm going to run into some roadblocks, some frustration is probably going to show up. And I need to sit with it. I can't just do it for 30 minutes because I'm going to walk away from those 30 minutes feeling frustrated and unaccomplished. And that's not good. So if I'm going to learn something from scratch that requires my focus and trying and trying again and figuring it out two or three hours. Yeah. Two hours, two hours is like good, good amount of time. And if I still didn't figure it out after those two hours, it's still okay because if I spend a little more time, it's probably going to be too much burnout. So then it's good to, you know, step away from that and then say, okay, what do I need to finish this? Do I need help from somebody? Do I need to reach out to support? Do I need to, what do I need to do? Sometimes we know exactly what, maybe a little more time. And sometimes we need to reach out. Now, if it's something that, um, I already learned how to do. Um, It doesn't require the support time. Okay. And what I mean by support time is self support, like a special container, because, you know, you don't, it's not something new, uncomfortable. It just requires you sitting down and doing it. So then it depends on what it is, probably an hour. I don't know. Depends on what it is. For, for your, um, what you said about it might take so long with the uh, work we are all on, I have one example which I came across yesterday, maybe just to make it a bit more visual. I was on going through all the tasks and one thing is which you can perfectly do alone, put your picture next to Carmen's picture. And mm-hmm. I had a picture, no problem and things like that. But then there was a special format required And I even found some place where I can kind of adjust the format, but it was not exactly the same way. So when Mm -hmm. I put it in, it was kind of smaller. And then then I went this Canva, but it doesn't work. It's too much time. And then I said, okay, um. (laughs) So I put the, the other format in. It didn't look like it did not look bad, but also not like it. And then I put the picture to the VA and say, (laughs) <laughs> and that's yeah. a big 
<laughs> yeah, and then um, this morning I looked to it and format was okay, picture was there. <laughs> <I> said, <"Ooh." laughs> yeah. Uh, and but that was exactly what you said. Huh? So um, you start something, mm-hmm. and and I, I, from a principal point of view, I, I know these kind of activities, but still I run into this challenge, and I I run some time into this challenge, and I feel the frustration. Like even me, I don't know if I know time. I think <laughs> my ego comes in, but then say, okay, um, zip, put it away, get some help. And now, now it's okay. So that's, yeah. I think it's a nice example of uh, what you were talking about. Yes, yes, absolutely. So that's super key. And we, we usually don't integrate time for that because we don't know it's going to happen, right? Um, we know how to upload a picture. We've done that for Instagram, Facebook, whatever. But then we didn't know that it was going to require a special format. And not particularly designers, you know, some may be more tech savvy than others, but things are going to come up. Things are going to come up that are unexpected. And so if it's your first time doing something, especially related to tech, (laughs) especially related to tech, just make sure that you keep in mind the the quality of that time block. Okay. Be mindful of not having other distractions and not um, planning too little time. And then you're going into something important after like, um, like you have a call with a client, right. And you scheduled 15, 20 minutes to do that one thing for the first time. Don't don't do that. (laughs) You know, don't do that. If it's, if you must, all right, go ahead, but just, um, yeah, be mindful of your energy because, you know, technology can really drain it. (laughs) If we let it, if we let it, we're in control there. Let's not forget. We have the capacity to step away. We have the capacity to ask for help. We have the capacity to make it simple and say, you know what? Um, Can I do the launch without my picture there? Yeah, I'll figure it out. It's going to be fine. You know, the internet and and all my participants don't need my picture in order to start their journey. (laughs) it's not the ideal, you know, it's not the ideal for, for our minds. And sometimes that's really difficult to accept, but are we going to pay the cost of having people wait and getting delayed on the most important things because it's not going to be the perfect way that we want it to. So progress, not perfection. Keep it in mind. Now, how are you all doing with this journey? And Daphne, for you too, with your business journey, um, what questions do you have? What support do you need? Maybe you don't have a specific question, but you're having challenges. So maybe you need support with something, you know, try to figure out, we can try to figure out together what you need to set up for yourself so that you don't get stuck and so that we set you up for movement. I always like saying, let's set ourselves up for movement instead of saying, set ourselves up for success, which I love that quote as well. And movement is what gets us there. So that's kind of fragmenting success. If we fragment success into a lot of different pieces, we're going to see movement in all those pieces. So let's set ourselves up for movement. What's up, ladies? I love that because you're far less likely to fear a failure at the end of the day if you've only if you're setting yourself up for movement. Yes. And when you are stuck, it's just movement that gets things moving again whether it's psychological or physical, it's that state change, which 
can be physical and physical movement can really get you out of a slump. Yes. So I think that's a great phrase. Absolutely. Yes. Physical movement. That's <clears throat> if we get so stuck that, you know, we're just about to fall off the wagon because we're like, oh my God, this picture's not uploading. Uh-huh. You know, and you just, you're just done with it. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Five minutes. It doesn't have to be the mile. Just five minutes. Move your body a little bit. You know, prepare a cup of tea. Get back. Get back to it. Yeah, with fresh eyes. Absolutely. How are you doing with um with the whole process, Sally? I see that you, there were some like tech bumps. Yes, um, I've got a, a, a patient who's tried to join. She tried to join before it was set up. She tried to join after it's set up, so it may be her cookies. But for some reason, the form's not accepting her email address. Oh. Um, and Krista says it's not her that did the form because it's the gravity form. So I don't know. So um, so with that plug-in... Um, yeah. So just for, for everybody else, there's a plugin that if you're using a different platform, email platform, that's not MailChimp, there's like a, a little plugin that um, if you request it or your VA requested or whatever, um, our tech person can, can install. But, you know, there are some things that may not work fully because it's not really a plugin that we work with and it's not a platform that we work with. So that's kind of like our limit. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, because you're not a licensee still, this totally applies to everything that we're teaching you in the course, because you are going to set up email automations um, for Soulcraft, or you already have them set up either way. And you can use whatever platform you want. And a really important thing to do is to reach out to the support, you know, um, because they're usually, especially if you're paying, they're usually very, very responsive if it's a good platform. So side note with that, Ellie. Mm-hmm. And, and so have you found a workaround or not? Um, I, I don't know, because I was in general practice yesterday seeing 41 patients. So Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That, there no room for the red dot. So, um, okay. Well, let us know in the forum. Okay. Yeah. Let us know in the no forum. And if anything, if that workaround that she found with Sapir, uh, really worked, then you can go back to that. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, and how's, how's everything else though? Um, besides that little glitch, um, uh, I'm, I'm really, was really pleased with the amount of changes I did to the website. Yeah, so really pleased with getting that done. Um, uh, had no response from emailing my mailing list, which was disappointing, but then I didn't warm them up properly beforehand. I've been a little bit inconsistent with my mailing, although listening to her videos, I was thinking, oh, well, I'm more consistent than that. Although I didn't post at all in September. I was just, my brain was elsewhere. Um, one of the things is I've just, my, my attention span is dreadful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a neurotransmitter issue, partly because of not enough sleep. So I've just got to take myself in hand. You know, this sexy fit is the opportunity for me to lose weight, prioritize sleep and get my brain back in gear. Um, at the same time, I'm, I mean, I've got so many exciting things on, as always, that I sort of tend to get a little bit. I can't even have a conversation with my virtual assistant on our Monday meetings about one thing without going off on a tangent. So it's yeah. it's it's challenging um because i'm too excited about everything to just focus on one thing uh-huh. um but the, the, i don't like doing the tech bits um i've invested in some time with my tech guru krista because i had some I, I manifested some money coming in um but really i need to uh manifest enough for her to be uh for me to be able to buy her ass constantly because then i wouldn't be tied up taking eight hours over something that takes her 30 minutes so however expensive she is it's not worth me spending eight hours racking my brain you know having been shown it once but it still takes eight hours because I can't remember and and it, yeah the, the tech in Infusionsoft as you know Natasha is really highly techy and I've learned so much but it I should be turning up and doing the webinars not 
creating the screen page, you know, all of the stuff that takes ages and that I therefore procrastinate over. I've got five agreements to get finalized and then put onto my electronic signing software. I mean, I've got all these amazing steps and, and the facility for automation. Um, I just got another um, uh, payment plan, payment for $2,500 for one of my three month clients. She's paying over two the first two months. Um, I've got to get do some back office stuff for her. Um, so I've got three proper, two proper private clients, and I had a, a breakthrough session today. And she, this one's considering my three month plan package, which is four thousand nine hundred ninety seven dollars. So, okay, so really, really good on delegating. Um, we, we talked about that in other sessions, I remember, and, and yes. it feels like you're moving in that direction. How does it feel yeah. to kind of let go of the control of doing all the things? How is that working for you? Not as well as it could do. It was really interesting what you were saying earlier about to-do lists, because I remember with Abraham Hicks, one of the things that they talk about is uh, when uh, Esther Hicks uh, went to a, a, a uh, she started writing out her to-do list uh, on a napkin and put these are the things I'm going to do and these are the things the universe is going to do and somehow the universe did them all um, and you know it's a great way of reconsidering delegation because actually all, I mean I've got a lot of automation and, and Meet Edgar is fantastic for automating my my social media posts but I then get lazy and haven't renewed them but then it doesn't have to be me I've got all the things set up I need to take my virtual assistant in the Philippines in hand and um and you know actually say look I want you to do this this and this she's doing a load for me on LinkedIn making connections and I've asked her to start making connections on, on Facebook as well um but um I want to give her a and I, I've done this before without good effects but I do want to give her a USANA business because she's based in the Philippines. And of course, we haven't got the Philippines on the sexy fit thing yet. So that's something to consider when I have got her in. Mm -hmm. She's actually a nurse. So she uh, and she's a I think she's a single parent. But yeah, so there's there's loads of sort of potential there. But she's I mean, I, I, she's a steal. I mean, three dollars mm -hmm. fifty an hour for a trained nurse to do my virtual assistant stuff. Wow. Wow. Um, obviously, I'm so, putting her up by 50 cents every six months um, okay. and she's learning rapidly. But, you know, with that becomes she's not that experienced with the tech. Um, but, you know, brilliant. That I've got somebody who understands health. OK, so that's there's some important points there. Um, there's always a cost to pay for and I'm not talking about money. There's always a cost to pay with you know, delegating and with not delegating. There's a cost to pay for everything, okay? So it all depends on what you're willing to pay and if it's worth it, if it's worth it for you. And when I'm talking about is it worth it, not just in a general way, like, yeah, it feels good. No, it doesn't feel good. But does it have an impact on your core values, on the things that are most important to you, your non-negotiables? Does it have an impact? That's when it's worth it. Okay, so <clears throat> if you are delegating to somebody who needs training, that has a cost, right? It has a cost, it costs you time to train somebody to do something your way or the way you want it to. And it costs money, right? So time, money, but is it worth it? You know, maybe in Ali's case, um, this person is, is a steal. You know, she learns really fast. She's a nurse. There's potential. There's growth potential. So, yeah, it's worth it. Maybe if uh, Ali's goal is to grow, you know, with her USANA business and potentially, you know, just expand in that direction, then it's worth it for her. Now, if that element weren't there, is it worth it, you know, to, to spend time training somebody if you can hire somebody who already knows this? I don't know. It depends. So really just when delegating, make sure that you're tackling the one thing that you want to get out of your space, right? So I don't want to spend eight hours doing this. That's it. I'm done with it. Okay. 
So hire somebody who can do it in 30 minutes like Ellie. And then it's going to be like, oh, thank God I got that out of the way. Now I can focus on the important thing. <laughs> it's not the just product. the time. It frees up your energy. Absolutely. You know, it's enormous. Absolutely. It drains you. It drains you if it's not your thing. And if you don't have time, it drains you. So um, great job on delegating, Ali. Now it's just um, in terms of your focus, which is a, a huge, a huge thing in productivity, of course, like I said before, when you block time to do the things you got to do, you got to focus on that thing that you got to do. Otherwise that time is going to be worthless or it's going to, you know, reduce the quality of what you do. So when, when there's stress and there's good stress and there's bad stress, sometimes you're like Ali, you're really excited and that's, you know, uh, a good stress, it's still a stress response from your system. So it's still going to have an impact on your focus. So ground yourself, get back to your body. That's the way to um, get your parasympathetic system in place. So what does that mean? Your nervous system gets activated. That means that your sympathetic you know, um, system kicks in and it's getting ready, you know, for, you know, it gets all the adrenaline, it's getting ready for battle. It's getting ready for, you know, whatever's coming. So we're like super hyper alert and, and all the things that's a stress response to something that's going on, whether it's good, it's bad, whatever. So when that's really, really high, or when it's stuck on, right? Because again, it can get stuck on if we're overstimulated constantly. We need the parasympathetic system to kick in, which winds us down. There's some energy discharge that helps us wind down. It gets us ready for rest. It helps us digest our food and our focus gets back on track, right? So we're more calm when we're more calm, we can really focus on one thing. We can engage in a longer conversation and sit down and listen to what the person is saying. You know, we can put our ideas together and write an eloquent email. So how do you do that? You get back to your body and not just by noticing, oh, I'm anxious. No, no, no. Feel the physical sensations without judging, without wanting to change them. So what am I feeling in my body right now? So I'm going to feel the physical sensation of my, uh, my legs and my bottom against the chair. I'm going to feel what that pressure or gravity feels like in my body right now. And I'm going to track myself and what part of my body feels cool. What part of my body feels warm. What part of my body feels tight? What part of my body feels soft? Which textures? Where's their movement? Where's their stillness? You know, and you just sit with that for, it doesn't have to be long, five minutes. You will notice that something starts to change and really feel the physical sensations. Don't tap into ideas of how you're feeling or judgment or interpretation of what it means to be tight. No, just feel it. Allow yourself to just be an animal for a second. And I'm feeling things. I feel hungry, you know, I'm sleepy, whatever, without wanting to change it. And you may yawn, you know, you may want to make a little bit more space for that in your body because you start feeling things and then you're like, okay, this is too tight. I'm going to stretch a little bit. And then all of a sudden your focus changed a little bit. And if you do that every day, or if you do that, you know, at least every time that you feel that you need it because you can't focus on things, then that is how you are going to create the neurotransmitters for activating your parasympathetic system when you need it. It's going to become more easier each time. It's not very comfortable to be in the body sometimes because you start feeling the things 
that you stop feeling when you're in to-do list mode. So sometimes we avoid this because it's just like, okay, this is a waste of time. I don't want to feel this, you know, I need to be productive. But at the same time, your productivity falls off if you don't do this because you can't focus. So don't trick yourself. <laughs> Going back to the body is a good thing. You know, it, it means being present. It helps you be present. You don't miss the moment. It helps you also enjoy life more. Because, you know, when we're always planning, we're not present with what's going on with the great results and the great decisions that we're making, something exciting that's going on. So it helps that too. It even helps with, you know, processing not the so great emotions because, you know, we talk about goals here and business goals, but, you know, life goes on too. And we may be grieving something. We may be going through a separation or, you know, we got in a fight with a friend or, you know, some things happen in life and it helps you process that too. So make sure that you drop back into your body when, when you notice that you're not quite there. That's great. And when we're in our sympathetic, we're sort of engaging our lizard brain, which can't think things through. Whereas yeah. when we're in our, our body and get back into our parasympathetic, we can think logically again because we can use our cerebrum much better. So yes. it, it's a, a really good reminder that getting excited about things is also a stress response. And uh, I just need to sort of channel that. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, when our lizard brain is activated, it's just we're in the more primal state, which we definitely need when there's a threat, but there's not. <laughs> we're sitting down in our computer and we're trying to write an email and it's getting in the way. <laughs> so absolutely. Mm -hmm. Any other questions or support that you may be needing? We've actually reached the end of the call and I didn't realize it, but I'm still going to, if you have any questions or anything that you need, please bring it. I just need to comment because we're talking yes. about stress and going for a walk. I had this often on last week and even today, 12,000 steps, you know, that's not in one hit. That is just saying, that's it, I'm going for a walk. So it's been truly amazing, but I think I'm going through now because coming back, it does blow the cobwebs and gets you refocused and drinking a lot of water. Mm -hmm. So I never do 12,000 steps since I've broken my leg. And now I am, you know, so that shows you the only way to do it is really just, oh, yeah. Anyway, all good. Yeah. I had to put that in. <laughs> good. Good for you, Annette. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get together tomorrow, aren't we, Annette? To have a look at the sexy fit. Yes. Did you do your training? Did you do your training? No, not yet. No, couldn't get it done. I couldn't find it. Get your walking shoes on, Annette. <laughs> I'm so, so excited by it. I mean, looking at Carmen's videos, I just think, oh my God, she slows down and she really explains with passion all the passion I feel about Dr. Wentz and the supplements and everything and why we should be taking them. And I never yes. put that into my webinars, that passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Um, creativity and passion and play um, are there when we're able to you know, be calm as well. So when, when we reduce the stress response, so it's really what we were talking about just now, when we reduce the stress response, we kind of create room, we create space for that essential nature to come out. Our passion, you know, our, um, our focus, the words, the expression, really, the expression. All right, so here's your reminder to 
write down your ahas and your action steps when I tag you right now in two minutes in the Facebook group. Really, really turn it into action steps. Really do that. Take the time to do that because um, if you were excited about anything on this call, if you resonated with something and said, you know, this is going to be really important for me to enjoy this process a little bit more, you know, recover my, my focus, tap into that. If I know that if I do this, um, it's going to change something for me. So take the time to turn that into an action step and see how you can integrate it realistically into your life. Um, so I'm going to tag you now. We're going to take a couple of pictures here. Here's our happy picture. <laughs> Three, two, one. And let's do a, like a primal lizard brain picture. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'm going to stop recording.